everyone and welcome hello and welcome it's thursday and you know what thursday is beyond small talk day hello everyone my name is jackie janik and i'm a women's empowerment coach helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world and today you are watching beyond small talk real women real conversations elevating womankind one talk at a time and i'm just so super excited to have our co-host today her name is danny faust and her handle is at the Danny Faust. Oh, there she is! I can't even wait to like want to even like give you her bio. I want you just meet her right away and have her tell you everything. She's just so amazing and fabulous. She's a manifestation coach and she has a podcast called Manifest It Sis. So totally makes sense. Hello! Hi! How are you? Good. It's so nice to see you. We'll see you in real life, kind of. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, boo. Hey. It's been forever, but, you know, I follow you. I love all your work, your manifestation, okay. your, you know, the family life. We have so many things in common. Yes. Yes. I'm so, um, I, I, right now, I think I'm a little in awe seeing you and talking to you live right now. I want to hug you. <laughs> Oh, I know. Virtual hugs. Virtual hugs. Oh. oh, thank you. Thank you. I was, you know, looking back when we first met, I was like, we were in school going to like NYU. I remember taking a class together and just connecting, walking down the street together. And then I remember popping up in the hospital, both Prego. Do you remember that? Random. Like, just that yes. I know. Random. Yes. I was like, oh, we're nowhere. both having babies. <laughs> That was wild. That was wild. But it was um, supposed to happen. And just like we're supposed to stay in touch after all these years. And that's why we're supposed to be here right now having this combo with all of your lovely peeps too. Oh, yours too. So thank you. And then my favorite is I was reading a bit of your bio and talking about how you manifest, you know, moving to Florida, your husband, your children, and even your Oprah meaning. Yes, that was my favorite. No, no, my kids are my favorite manifestation. Second favorite. <laughs> yeah, meeting Oprah. She's much she's been my hero. I feel like she's been the hero for so many of us. And like in our generation, she raised us at four o'clock yeah. Eastern. <laughs> and, you know, so um, it was really, it was magical. And I, it was my first kind of um, allowing moment where I was like, I'm not going to be attached to this. I know I'm going to meet her. I'm just going to allow it to come however it comes. And it wasn't supposed to be an interview. And then it turned into, a, we were able to interview her and then be at an event with her. I was able to get my selfie. It was just, it was perfection, but had I not allowed and like stepped back into that, I don't think it would have happened. Yeah. yeah. So can you, can you explain to people manifestation, what it is, what yeah. it means to you? Because I feel like some people think it's a bit woo woo. Oh, go. Or you have the other extremes that are like, Oh, just manifest it. Like, I think there's a lot more than just that. Yeah. I, there's a lot of layers, there's a lot of nuance, but I, when I define manifesting, I say it in a very simple Term, in simple terms, I just say it's bringing something from desired into your lived reality. So it's like taking an, an idea of, oh, I'd like this. I, I wish I had this thing or experience and then actually experiencing it. Because um, so, for people who are a woo-woo, I say, hey, just call it goal setting and goal attainment if that makes you feel better. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't have to use the words manifesting, um, especially because it does confuse people. I think a lot of people 
watch The Secret and they think, oh, all I have to do is think about something and then here it comes. But we don't manifest what we want. We manifest like who we are. We, we manifest by our self-worth and who we are being. So are you being the type of version that you believe has that desired outcome? And if the answer is no, then start being that so you can see that. That I had to write that down. We manifest who we are. Again, I write everything down because at my yeah. age, I like forget like <laughs> everything. But once you write it down, that's like head to heart. It's It's like solidifying it in your body so now you have it thank you thank you for making me not feel old and that it's just <laughs> you're efficient <laughs> i love your mind shifts <laughs> i can reframe anything girl <laughs> well i think you have the mindset and manifestation coach so thank you you're helping with our mindset and how you shift perspective just for me in that little moment um that's pretty cool thank you my pleasure. <laughs> you do the same for your folks. I, I watch you do it. Yeah, I do. I guess when it's on the other side, sometimes you're like, like, so you teach manifestation. And then for yourself, sometimes do you have your own little blips like, oh, my God, if I just listen to what I teach others, does that ever happen? Absolutely. I am a maniac, man. I have <laughs> crazy anxiety. I will worry myself into a hole. And then once I'm in the hole, I'm like, oh, wait, I put myself in this worry hole. Let me get myself out. What would I say if I was my client? I really have to remind yeah. myself. But the reason I can teach this stuff is because I've already gone through it. I've worked through it. And, but I am a human, so I will have blips. And I teach through the blips, too, so people know, like, there's, it's a never-ending journey. We're not going to be like, oh, I'm a magical manifester. I'm so powerful. Now I have no issues. Like, we're not living in nirvana all the time, right? We kind of go in and out. So I like to teach through that too. So people know, like, okay, Danny's not trying to be a guru. She's a human being, but also a light being and we can be both. Oh my god, that's so that's awesome. Yeah, because sometimes when um, like I'm down or I have been experienced anxiety lately, you know, things come up and and people like say to me, well, you're a women's empowerment coach. Why do why do you I was like, but you're right. I'm also human. Yeah, like the I'm only reason, right? Like, yes, I've gone to school for it. Yes, I've done a lot of personal growth and development. And maybe I just know like this much more or have this many more tools in my bag than you or something like that. But does it mean like as coaches and light, we're perfect. We're still human beings. Yes, yes. And when someone comes at you from that angle, you just have to recognize the hurt in them. Because it might be a, a realization for them that they're like, oh, wait, I thought I was going to be able to get to perfection, too. So it's now they have a mind fuck of like, oh, wait, per per perfection doesn't exist. Because if this woman that I'm looking up to has some shitty times and, you know, has to get over herself, then what does that mean for me? So that might be where they're coming from. So you have to give a little love and be like, well, we're not robots. And here's what healing looks like, a freaking upward spiral. As long as you're going up the spiral, you're good. But know that it's, it's a spiral. And every rung you go up, you're going to have to heal or clear or learn more or embody more it's this journey of with us as humans is not we're never going to just sit still and, and have things be great we have to like keep our energy moving and you know people people come to terms with it as they start doing their personal development work i think they it, the ahas happen and they're like oh yeah okay it's forever got it <laughs> And I was just talking to someone yesterday exactly what you had just said about purpose and being and living in this space of nirvana. It doesn't happen like 24-7. I was like, that's not reality. So when I work with women talking about purpose and passion, I'm like, purpose and passion, you're not just in it like literally 24-7. 
Like, you're, that's just not life. Like, that's not reality. Yeah, so I think I have a different view about what purpose is. I feel like we have two purposes. We have our purpose that we are here on Earth. Like, we incarnated for a reason, and I think that reason is to live in as close as a, of alignment with whatever we view as the highest. So if that's for you, God or source or spirit or universe, all, whatever you believe in or, or have faith in, I feel like our duty is, or our first purpose is to just live in alignment with that. And when we are living in alignment with that, it's easier for us to work our career purpose or our mm -hmm. joy purpose or our family purpose, like whatever. But I don't feel like we just have one thing. Like I'm only on the earth to do this one thing and I'm going to go and I'm going to be so passionate about it all the time. And I'm never going to have a bad day. I'm never going to get burned out. I'm never going to have questions. I'm just going to be Pollyanna. Like ugh, I'm a positive ass person, but like that just, just doesn't exist. Right. So we have to stay aligned and attuned with what we feel is our highest because we know that, okay, I'm on the right track. Even if there's a bump in a road, we have that solidi solidifying energy. Like, okay, I'm on track. Even if right now the current circumstances look like some bullshit, I can get through it still. Yeah, totally. Um, can you give an example of what you manifested? You wrote about your husband in Florida and you told it at Oprah, um, your children. Like, what, can you give one example of? what you like to share? Sure, sure. Um, so I manifest, I manifest big and small, right? Um, I know when I go anywhere, I'm going to get the first parking spot. I just know it now. It's just, it's like a little thing that I just always manifest. Um, bigger things I manifest through allowing. I, I do what I can do energetic. Like I put my, what I can do out there, but then there's a point where you have to sit back, shut up and allow the thing in. Stop thinking about how and trying to control. So I always teach manifesting from ask, believe, receive, and that's super simplifying it. But asking is getting super crystal clear on what it is that you desire. And when I say crystal clear, I mean, know why you want it, what it looks like when it's here, how you feel when you have it, who you have to be to get it, like all of the things to be crystal clear that you want it and make sure it's something you want and not like, oh, well, my spouse would be happy if this happened or my parents would love it if this happened. Fuck everybody else. What do you want? Yeah. We're so like, condition to serve others as women it's just like no be selfish what do you want so get crystal clear on that that's the asking part write it down get clear the uh believe part is where the real heavy work is because that's where when i say we manifest who we are this is who we are what do we believe do i feel like um you know i want to manifest a husband do i feel like real love really exists do i feel like um good men are really out there like what are my beliefs around relationships at large that might be keeping me from this desired reality so we clear out the beliefs a, and get yeah sorry i had a woman uh mm -hmm. who said to me her belief was that um when you just get divorced everyone gets divorced like that was her belief she was she said to me i want to get married but everyone gets divorced I said, so how is that helping you? Like, how is that working out for you? Like, how are those beliefs? Like, that's, like you said, that's the heavy lifting part, but that is so true. Like, what do you believe around that situation? Yeah, you're not going to get opposite of your belief. You're just not. We, our beliefs are like a, a beacon. And like, this is what I believe. This is what I'm ready for. This is what I can attract. So until you change that, you're going to be manifesting the same bullshit with a different face. You know, it's just going to... Oh. It's going to be the same level, different phase. Um, but then once you clear that out, you're able to then go on to receiving. And there are things that you can do to tweak and, and twist and heal your beliefs. And then the same thing goes with receiving. There are things that you can do to recognize like, oh, what I want does exist. 
So that woman, she could clearly just go and look up the rates on divorce in her community and be like, okay, well, it's only 40%. That means 60% are not getting. So I can stop saying that everyone gets divorced. It's only 40% or whatever she needs to do logically to get herself into a believing space or study people who have great relationships and find out what they do. Read relationship books. There's so many ways she can feed in to allow the new belief to take over. So um, the ask, believe, receive. So what I do, so for example, with my manifesting my husband, I did a podcast episode on it, but short answer is we were dating and we, I, we just broke up. I was like, this is not what I want. I'm dating for a purpose. I want to get married. This is what I want out of my husband. You're not it. Bye. So we had a hard breakup and I really thought it was the end. But I was like, you know what? I want marriage. I want the family. I have this vision and I'm going to make it happen. I wrote out every single thing I wanted in a person what you know how he likes to vacation like does he cook like every little thing how he treats his mother um what pet name he has for me just like all the things i just poured it out pages of it just wrote it out I was like this is the guy now i gotta find it <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm like you know i did a little bit of dating like trying to me- and it was really easy to on date one be like yeah no you're not it you're not fitting the the parameters that i wrote down um and then maybe like a couple months, I really don't remember the time frame, but a couple months or so later, my now husband came back to me. I was like, look, I know we broke up, but since we have, these are the changes I made in my life. I'm doing X, Y, and Z now. I'm doing A, B, and C now. And I'm going to start blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I was shook because the things that he shifted are the things that needed to, that he needed to make the list, right? <laughs> like they were just yeah. the things. And now here's my list standing in front of me. So I had to, the only thing I had to do was take out the the new, the rule I had in my head of like, you don't go back to an ex. Like they're an ex for a reason, you don't go back to this. So I had to change that rule. And now here we are together 20 years, married for 12 years on Saturday. Like it's, I had to get clear on what I wanted. And when there was nothing out, like just like make sure no room for the, for the alternatives, but just no room for anything else. This is what I want and I'm going to get it. And once I put my mind in that frame, it was easy for him to just come and like magically appear. Like, what? You just made all these changes? Okay, fine. Let's try it again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I was able to manifest it in that way. That is so funny. I didn't even know that total story because mm-hmm. very similar happened to my husband and I. We yeah. were together. It was very toxic. It was, but we were both mm-hmm. like, we're both Sagittarius. Um, and we both got, we got married in October too. So this at the end of the month is our 11th year anniversary in year 12. Like, oh my God, we have so many. Yeah. Wait, same thing. Oh, no, no, sorry. 11, 10, 9, 10 okay. is when we, so, so it's 11. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 11. Yeah. I'm 10, 29, 10. I love it. We have too much. Oh my gosh. Too much in common. So, like, the same thing happened with me. We broke up. It was, I still remember the last meeting, like, the last time we were together, he dropped me off at work, and I said, no, this is it. This is, and I did the same exercise, like, that you were talking about. And you know who I actually got it from? Oprah. <laughs> Oprah said that? to be so, it, which is so crazy, so crystal clear about the person you want, you know, man, woman, whatever, that when they walked in the room, you could identify them right? Be so crystal clear on it. And then the other exercise was one that I did was, um, oh, yeah, what do you want, right? So I wrote down blah, blah, blah. And then they said, and how many traits do you have on that list? And I read the list. And I was like, oh, shit, 
I wrote down romantic. And I was like, I don't have a, like really a romantic <laughs> part of my life. <laughs> it's just not really who I am. And it's great. Well, that's my husband. He's not really romantic either. Our definition isn't like the movie's definition. Yeah. It's very oh, like, <laughs> no, we're not like that. We were more like, oh, here's a 12 pack of 12 pack of your favorite beer. Let's go have a sit at the park and drink and that's talk. Romantic. <laughs> That's our romance. But it was really interesting that, you know, maybe 11, 12 years ago, even though I'm on this, been on this personal growth and development journey for now, like 15 years, I didn't know that it was actually like a manifestation that I was doing. Yeah. So probably all those exercises within it and what I was showing up and believing, ask, believe, and then I did your ask, believe, receive. I love that. It is. And it's good that you didn't recognize that you were manifesting. And I think there's a different energy with, let me sit down and manifest this thing to let me just see what the nat natural next step is for me to get my desire. It's just a different energy that you're putting yourself in. And manifesting is who we are. Like we are creators. We are here to manifest. And we've just been so separate from that power for so long that now coming into it and people recognize like, oh, I'm powerful. I can make what I want happen. That's cool. It's like it's a new mind shift and people are kind of finding the way to own their power because it looks different for everyone. So that's why I teach. I teach manifesting, but I also teach how to listen to your intuition and know what's your right next step because that right next step leads you to your manifestation and brings it closer to you quicker. It's, it's an embodiment thing and you were embodying it. That's why here it came. And I think you hit on it not knowing of being like, ooh, I'm going to go manifest this. No, I was really doing the work, ask, believe, and received without being like labeling it of like, oh, my God, this is my manifestation. I'm going to manifest the perfect man. No, no, no. Like, it wasn't that. Yeah. Um, and, yes, we manifest all the time. And sometimes I do the same thing with parking spots that you just said. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to get the best spot tonight. I know when I pull up. I'll just open wherever I need to be. <laughs> that's what I say yes, to myself. That's perfect. And then like dealing with customer service. I'm like, I'm going to get the nicest person having the best day. They're going to help me out. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> you know, things like that. So, it's, so I always have great interactions and that just feeds the, the positive energy train that I'm just living on. Um, so like when you do those mindsets, so what do you do for yourself if you're starting out and you're having like a shitty day? It's like the kids where like every just thing just feels like a little off. How do you get yourself like mindset shift out of that? It, it depends on the day um, and, and depends on how much sleep I've gotten, depends on my mood. Like it's just a lot, you know, we, we are human. So um, sometimes it's, I'll just change it to like, if I'm getting out of bed and I'm like, oh my God, I got to go do X, Y, Z with these goddamn kids. I'll change it to like, you know what? I get to go take this trip to ballet. I get to take my son to wherever the hell he's got to go. You know, like I, I changed the I've got to to I get to because I wanted this life. I wanted children. I wanted this home that I have to clean. But like, you know, I, I wanted this. So I, I shift to I get to. Um, also, I move. I'll move my body or I'll call my energy in. And I'll just say like, wherever my fragmented energy is, just come back to me, make me whole remind me about my alignment, get me feeling great again. Thank you. Thank you. And I just call my energy in and I just feel supported by the energies of this universe. Like, all right, boom, I'm straight. Now let me go, you know, help my clients or do whatever the hell I got to go do. Right. So that's one thing. Um, also, I'll just say all is well. I am safe. I have all is well. I do a breathing exercise. I inhale. I am safe. And I exhale all is well. And for me, breathwork is really powerful because it just steadies me. It reminds me like you're right here right now stop complaining <laughs> like your limbs work you've got running water shut the fuck up little girl you know like <laughs> get on track now okay what's the next right step to take 
and I'll just go, you know, from intuition to the next step. Or sometimes I'll move my body. Sometimes it's like, I'm just in a funk. I need to put on some soca and wind up my waist and like just dance a little bit and get, get the yickies out. I do it with my yeah. kids too. When I notice they're stressed out or like, like acting up, I'm like, all right, it's time to wiggle. Let's get this out. And I'll just like shake their limbs and they're like, ah, but it helps because it just moves and shifts and breaks up the energy that's like around you, like a negative cloud. It really works. Oh, I agree. Like, I know, like, even just getting up and taking a walk, um, changing environments, being yes. in nature. And I'm in New York, so people are like, oh, where's the nature? No, I live right across the street from a park. You can't find nature in New York. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> There's lots of pretty stuff here. Um, so you mentioned your kids, and, like, you tell them, like, you implement some of these tips and tools with them. Do they know it, that you're doing it? Like, do they embrace it? Do they ever come up to you and talk about it? So um, they, they come up to me and ask for yoga, or they'll embrace yoga, and I do Reiki on them. And sometimes they're like, Mommy, do the hand thing. I'm like, you got <laughs> and I'll lay them down and do some Reiki on them. Um, but I don't tell them, like, this is how you manifest kids. But if they're asking for stuff, I want this, I want that. I'm like, well, write it down on a list. Maybe you'll get it. My daughter has been asking for a bunny. This is this girl's so powerful. She's like, I want a bunny. I want a pet bunny. I'm like, I'm not getting a pet bunny. That's just it. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm going to get a bunny. I'm like, all right, get a bunny. This rabbit. <laughs> okay, we, are, we live in the acreage in Loxahatchee, Florida. It's a little bit west of West Palm Beach. But it's like, if I turn the camera around, you see, we, it's like an acreage of land, dirt road outside, okay? we have these bunnies that come around. Um, they're wild bunnies. So once you come near them, they're yeah. somebody, this what we believe somebody in this neighborhood let either lost or let their house bunny go. And it was living in our yard for months. Kaya would go out and feed it and give it food and a little bowl of water. And it was like her outside dog. It was this bunny that would just come for, four or five meals a day just in the backyard front they're playing and then at night go come back so she manifested her bunny <laughs> she's oh. like i got my bunny mom I was like, yeah you do <laughs> so, she's like well long as outside that's fine but she got her bunny <gasps> so yeah but the kids they and um i told them no more toys because they weren't cleaning up their rooms and kaya's like i want moana toys i'm like i'm not giving you any moana toys because your room's not clean um I mentioned that, or no, I mentioned something about Moana and my daughter loving Moana on Facebook. And in a, a week or so after, a big box, a humongous box with all these different Moana toys appeared at my door. I was like, what the hell is this? Apparently someone that I'm friends with on Facebook um, works for the, the toy company that makes the Moana stuff and she sent it over for my daughter. I'm like, how did this chick get all these toys when I just said no toys? <laughs> I'm like, all right, universe, I get it. She's more powerful than me, but, like, don't rub it in my face, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, they, they know that they have power to get what they want, even if mommy or daddy says no, and sometimes they, they utilize it. <laughs> oh, my God. She seems yeah. like a little you. Is she a little you, like, yes for good things? She, mm -hmm. She's very me, but I have always been an extrovert and, like, hey, what you doing? Where you going? What's going on, huh? Yeah. she's like quiet and with strangers or out in public she's like quiet and shy and so it's really interesting at home she's like a firecracker but she's like guarding her energy when she's out oh okay yeah. well yeah makes sense there's some you know yeah she's super need to do that you know but, yeah. yeah i find my daughter sophie she is intuitive as well um she, she is like she has you know 
I talk a lot. She has autism, uh, pretty, you know, kind of significant. And when she's out and about, um, she will go to some random people and either like hug them or like touch them. And like, she likes to t hold someone's hand or just like go to them. And I'm always like, okay, if she does that, you must be a really good person because it's not like she does it to everybody. We've had a teacher say, Oh, she shouldn't go up to strangers. I was like, well, I don't think it's every stranger that she's going up to. I yeah. really feel like it has to be something that draws her because we can walk. I mean, we're in New York. We've walked by hundreds of people. But every yeah. once in a while, there'll be just one person that she has a particular liking to. Mm -hmm. And usually that person seems to really understand her because she doesn't have a lot of verbals, right? She doesn't, yeah. she can't, but she communicates in so many other ways that I'm like, how does she, and I know it's in her intuition, yeah. find that person that they she could communicate her. with. Yeah. They and not in a verbal way. Yep. So they need her when she's patting them. That's that's like instinct. I believe every mom has that little intuition of like hands on healing because what a baby cries, what do we do? We pat, mm -hmm. we rub, we shh, they're there. So that's like sound healing. That's hands on healing. Oh. It's energy work. That is what Sophie is doing when she like goes and pats. She gives energy work to people. She does. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> so that's what she's doing. She she knows like okay, you're you are are bristly and fragmented right now. Let me smooth you out. That's what she's doing. She's like just laying some of her extra love on these people. At least that's what it feels like from right now, but I'm not tapping into her energy specifically right now, but that's what it sounds like. Yeah. That is amazing because sometimes I do feel, cause you know, she's little still. And when her little hands just touch you, people always tell me it just feels so good. Like they just yeah. feel warmth by her. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's so sweet. That's and um, yeah, she's probably, and the other crazy thing is real quick on her is that when she, so a typical trait of autism is that they can't really hold eye contact, right? And for her, that was true until about four years old. And after four years old, her eye contact is if she's like piercing into your soul. People are yeah. like, oh, when Sophie stares at you, she, and she has two stares. One where she's staring you down because she's done that to me before. Like, <laughs> like I'm not eating this. Right. <laughs> or she looked up at me. What? Is, oh, shoes I was wearing. She put, and I was like, "Oh, little, who are you? What are those, Yes. <laughs> oh, and my, and other times it's like she looks at you, and my friend just wrote, "Sophie gives the best hugs." Yeah, and that. Oh, that's so nice to hear that. Yeah, she has that type of energy in such a little person, and you know, because the world sometimes look at her as not capable, and she really has well, a lot of capabilities I, in I there. Feel like a lot of people with autism um, are more capable in other ways. Uh, I feel like they're having a very profound inner life that most uh, neurotypicals are not having because we're too busy being neurotypical. And like this, connect this dot, square peg, square hole, right? Mm -hmm. And then Sophie and others who aren't neurotypical are able to be like, listen, there's so much more going on here. Y'all are on the wrong <laughs> shit. You know, that's how I, I feel. And I don't have anything to back that up except my own observation of yeah, like no, how intuitive everyone yeah. I've known with autism is or has been. 
And she helps me in my coaching as well because I was reading some other man was taking pictures, like photos of his son when he was doing different things. So it's like, you know, you'll take, I have a mouse here or something and just use it. She'll hold it in a different way, look at things in a different way, touch something in a different way. And he was taking pictures of his son doing things that other people would be like, oh, that's so weird of you. And then when you actually try to do it, so every once in a while, I'm like, what is she? like and like go like this or like this and I was like oh that's kind of cool like that's kind of different so I see how like the mind shift and like getting a new perspective of things it's like take a you know a tip from Sophie and just like turn your head a different way you know or just look at it in a different way or unusual or not how everyone else does it babies do that in general like neurotypical babies do that and there's like a whole like uh, life stage of them doing that and then they get conditioned out of it, socialized out of it. I've seen so many baby pictures from so many other moms with their kids like this for no reason. Why are we looking at the world sideways? Because we're looking at the world sideways right now. Is that a problem, mom? No? Okay, thanks. I'm back over here. So it's like it gets taken out of them. Like we, we get it together, kid, it out of them. And now all the sideways looking is, is gone. But what would we have discovered if we continued to look this way? What we have noticed that needed to be shifted this way. Yeah. So in motherhood, um, you know, I think that for me personally, I sometimes forget that. Does that ever happen to you? Like, like you were saying, no more toys. We have to do this. You have to do this. And then sometimes to like shift your own being of thinking like, maybe they know something that I don't. Like, why well, does it have, always have to be this way? Totally. I listen, my mom is Jamaican. I had no I could not have an opinion on anything. <laughs> okay. I just had to obey <laughs> or else I had to obey or else, else kind of childhood. And so I'm trying not to be that for my children, but there has to be, you know, there's a framework to, to follow. Like you, we have to do certain things. Okay. You don't want to go to school, but you're going to have to like, we, you gotta do it or, you know, but so I trying to be a conscious and mindful and present and intentional mom one, it's hard as fuck, especially when I'm tired, I'm busy. It's just like, I want the easy button. And my kids are an easy button. My son has ADHD and ODD. He's like bouncing off the walls nonstop. My daughter is super intuitive. And she's also like finding like, hmm, what boundaries do I have? Where can I push? And so it's like, okay, I want to be really cognizant of where they are. And also I want to punch them in their fucking face. But I can't. So what is the present thing to do? Throw, what would love down do? on. <laughs> I always ask myself, what would love do? Like, what is the loving move here? What's the next loving move? And sometimes it's just like, okay, kids, I can't handle you guys right now. Mommy needs a timeout. I'm going to be in my room for five minutes. I'll be right there. I'll like face plant on the bed or like just turn on RuPaul's Drag Race for five minutes and be like, okay, <sighs> now I can handle these mofos. And I go out there and calm voice and do whatever needs to be done. But those moments happen. It's hard. It's hard. And now they're like transitioning back to school after being home for a year. We homeschooled um, last year and it was just, it was just chaos. It's been chaos. And now they have another transition. These kids, we have to be so gentle with them because they are going through so, so very much. And we are the adults. So even though we are going through a lot too, we're the ones who have the coping mechanisms to handle ourselves well so that we can manifest a joyful experience for the little ones as they're learning their coping mechanisms. So Yes. Uh, short answer, yes. Sometimes I want to put them outside into the pond, but I can't. I have to be <laughs> present and loving and make the loving choice. I like that question. I think I'm going to write that down. Like, what is the next 
you said um, loving choice I can make. Yeah. Yeah. Loving what would love move. do? What's my what would love do? That is awesome. And I know, and I and I say out there to moms like sometimes when you're in it so deep and you're just like, oh, and I've felt this many times, and I've you know said things I'm like is it really bad that I just crushed at my daughter? Like, I, I do it. I'm not going to say I don't. I have. I said, what the fuck before? Like, what are you doing? You know? And mm. then it's just to step back and say, what is the next? And you can. And I find just being present with the breath. The breath work helps me so much. I use that a lot lately. I'm like, just breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> breathe into your belly. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you so much. Is there any other last little manifestation tip you want to offer or... We just have to go find you and listen to the pod. Just be, yeah, definitely listen to the podcast. Manifested this. Come on, love to have you. Um, But really just being present, being mindful so that you can notice what you need in the now. Um, If we we just keep this go, go, go kind of crazy pace, first of all, it's like so in your masculine. Get back to the divine feminine of allowing, just like chill out, take a deep breath. What do I need? What would fill me up right now? And once you do that, you're automatically aligning yourself with your desires for manifestation because you're getting yourself present in the now. That's my last little quick tip. Thank you so much. Sorry, I had to jot it down. Like I said, no worries. I like how you refrained for me that writing it down comes right. You're anchoring it in. Mind yes. Thank yes. you. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much. This was so fun reconnecting. My pleasure. Thank you for I having just, me. Oh, anytime. And I just love following you. I loved all that you have talked about over this past year. I really looked to you for like my daughter's hair and, you know, navigating the world of this world that we live in for us. Mess. All of this mess for <laughs> all us. And, yeah. And we're both in, you know, interracial relationships and I really look for to you for insight and things like that. So I really appreciate it. And raising these children and so oh, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank um you. can you tell everybody where to find you? I'll put it on the on the list too. Yeah. Please. Um here <laughs> at the <Yeah>. Danny House <laughs> on Instagram. Um, if you click the link in my bio, it takes you to a free five-day um, manifesting breakthrough challenge. It's fun. It's awesome. Um, and it works. So try it. And um, on the Manifest It Sits podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's there. And on Facebook, I have a free group on Facebook called the Lifestyle Redesign Lounge. Come on. We're changing lives in there. It's a lot of fun. We're manifesting all kinds of good stuff together in there. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. Thank you, thank you, and thank you everyone for joining Beyond Small Talk. This will be on your favorite pod, and I'll list everywhere you can find Danny in the comments. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.